Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big day today. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, including Samson Mao. Bitcoin dropped 5,000 on some fake news from a no-name analyst. Imagine what happens when a dozen ETFs are approved and smart smash market buying. Let's go. We'll also be sharing the latest updates from Bloomberg ETF analyst James Safart, as well as Marathon Digital breaks their own record with 1,853 Bitcoin mined in the month of December. Let's get it. Also, the SEC has been backed into a corner on the Bitcoin ETF approval. I'll be breaking this down for you. As well as only 39% of financial advisors believe that a Bitcoin ETF will be approved this year in 2024. We'll also be discussing rumor mill goes into overdrive for the spot Bitcoin ETF approval today on Friday. We'll be discussing the likelihood. Also, spot Bitcoin ETF capital. Could the funds potentially buy up all the Bitcoin currently in circulation? I'll be sharing this with you, as well as BlackRock Bitcoin ETF rejection conspiracy. And quoting Alex Jones, BlackRock is the conductor controlling over 85% of planetary wealth. 99% of the Fortune 500 take direct orders from BlackRock. Larry Fink openly brags about how he controls our behavior through the ESG regime. I'll be breaking down this latest report from Alex Jones. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Today is pod episode number 1513. I'm your host, JV, and today is January 5th. 2024 and a big day in the crypto market as some are anticipating ETF approval today. If not today, the top experts are saying it will happen before January 10th, which is next week, right around the corner. So let's go and happy TGIF. Uh, checking out our market watches we do each and every day. We got Bitcoin and all the alts currently pulling back and in the red, but a very modest correction. We still got Bitcoin above $43,600 at the time of the live stream. We got Ether down 1.6%, trading at just above $2,200. And zooming out, on the monthly, to get a more broader perspective, you can see uh, we now have Bitcoin actually in the red on the month, down just 1%. Solana's up 61%, BNB up 36%, Cardano up 25%, and AVAX up 40 
8% roughly. And uh, checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap, sits at $1.65 trillion with $77.77 billion. <laughs> what up? In volume in the past 24 hours, Bitcoin dominance back on the rise at 51.8%, and the Ether dominance is at 16.3%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Osmo is up 7%, followed by FTT and Stacks. And uh, very modest gainers because the majority of the top cryptos are correcting and in the red, as you can see here. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run? Let me know in that live chat, fam. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective. Let's uh, kick it on the daily. Virtually everything is in the red minus a handful of tokens and zooming out on the monthly. Overall, uh, many of the alts are actually in the green, with some even up 100 or 200%. Shout out to SF Hoddle, spending good vibes for approval uh, today. Send it, SF Hoddle. I appreciate the super family. Much love, much respect. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. We're currently rated to 72 greed. Yesterday, 68. Last week, 65. And uh, last month, a 72 in greed. So there you have it. Next, let's dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is most likely to go next. This headline reads, will Bitcoin price surpass 46,000 before the approval of the Bitcoin ETF? Let me know your thoughts on that question. The 9.6% intraday Bitcoin price correction on January 3rd dropped the price to just under 41,000, creating turmoil and substantial losses for derivative traders. This is evident from the 137 million million worth of leveraged long futures liquidations, marking the highest in over four months. But fortunately for the bulls, shit out my long-term hodlers, Bitcoin price rebounded somewhat quickly and currently trades uh, at just around 44,000. This has raised the question of whether the Bitcoin price can reach 46 before the upcoming SEC decision on the many pending spot Bitcoin ETF applications. What are your thoughts on that? Now, the surging U.S. government debt and expectations of interest rate cuts by the U.S. Fed provide a constructive scenario for the risks on markets, including crypto. Uh, minutes from the recent Federal Open Market Committee meeting released on January 4th, it strengthened expectations of the quarter point cuts this year. Notably, U.S. government debt interest had exceeded $1 trillion per year, not surprising, as per reported by Bloomberg. Mounting debt and political discord in the U.S. have led to credit rating downgrades for the country. Fitch downgraded its sovereign debt rating from a AAA to a AA plus in August of last year. And Moody's warned of a potential downgrade for the remaining AAA rating. House Republicans aim to cut spending below the levels agreed upon in the June debt ceiling deal, while the Senate Democrats oppose such cuts, leaving the threat of a government shutdown looming. Now, investors are pricing in further U.S. government debt issuance and the subsequent loss of the dollar's purchasing power. This trend tends to affect other fiat currencies, such as central banks following the Fed's lead, keeping high interest rates to restrain economic growth. However, the U.S. deficit could become unsustainable if the monetary authority insists on achieving the 2% inflation target before lowering the interest rates. Now, y'all know that these numbers are always fudge. They can create inflation rates at whatever numbers they want. All they have to do is control the metrics, right? Now, Bitcoin futures display resilience after the January 3rd price crash. 
to determine whether Bitcoin's price gains after the January 3rd crash can continue and potentially break above the 46 resistance, one must analyze Bitcoin derivative markets. It's important to note that the 137 million liquidation occurred on January 3rd did not decimate the bulls. In fact, we recovered roughly within 24 hours from the time that FUD was published, so keep that in mind. And to understand professional trader positions after the surprise rally, one should analyze Bitcoin derivative metrics. Bitcoin monthly futures typically trade at a 5 to 10% annualized premium compared with the spot, uh, spot markets, indicating that the sellers demand additional money to postpone their settlement. The current Bitcoin futures premium stands at 18%, remaining unchanged from the previous week. The unusual aspect was the exaggerated 31% peak, which occurred January 2nd. Traders displaced excessive confidence in the ETF approval odds before January 10th, relying on excessive leverage, which ultimately exposed them to liquidations during the price volatility. Why is that? Because the market maker will always win. So be careful trading, whether it's shorting or longing when you're trading with leverage family. Now, Bitcoin options leave room for the upside surprise in the case of the spot Bitcoin ETF approval and to assess whether the dip below 41,000 dashed the bullish hopes, one should examine the Bitcoin options market. During anticipation of the Bitcoin price drop, the Delta 25% SKU tends to rise above 7%. And in contrast, periods of excitement typically see a Delta SKU below negative 7%. So notice how the Bitcoin options SKU barely changed during the recent drop on January 3rd, indicating that pro traders were not affected and did not rush for protective put options. If these traders had feared a negative or postponed ETF decision, the 25% SKU indicator would have shifted accordingly. So exactly, most Folk are extremely bullish on the prospects of this ETF, clearly. And experienced traders appear unaffected by the price swing and are accustomed to the FOMO and FUD, and that surrounds significant events like a potential ETF approval. Nonetheless, this does not guarantee a bull run above 45000 ahead of the SEC decision, especially given that investors had ample time to accumulate and strategize due to the regulators publicize deadlines. So there you have it. And quoting Samson Mao, Bitcoin dropped 5,000 on some fake news from a no-name analyst. Imagine what happens when a dozen ETFs are approved and start smash market buy-in. Market buy-in. Let's go. And uh, quoting James Safart with a little update here. For everyone asking about today, today we're looking for the 19B4 amendment filings that'll include changes that the SEC and issuers have been discussing for weeks, namely cash create redeem. Honestly, I expected these by now. Still expecting potential approval orders next week. And this was off the back of the news that Balchuna shared. The SEC is giving final comments as we speak. He wrote this yesterday. Then issuers will submit final 19B4s and S1 soon after. So I mean, this is definitely a closed uh, close to done as we have been, but no official approval as far as I know. So there you go. Do you think we get this approval today? I'll let you boy. But anyways, we got a lot to cover. We did our TA. So now let's dive into uh, Bitcoin miner, Marathon Digital's uh, pretty massive year. 
uh, or month, 1,853 Bitcoin mined just in the month of December alone. That's pretty amazing. Bitcoin miner Marathon Digital Holdings noticed itself a new production record, mining more Bitcoin in December than any month prior. According to the January 4th press release, the Florida-based firm, Go Florida, reported mining 1,853 BTC in December, a 56% increase from November and a 290% increase from December of 2022. Here's what they claim. We believe this to be the highest monthly total ever recorded by a public Bitcoin mining company. So the miners right now are crushing. Core Scientific previously claimed it mined the most monthly Bitcoin in January of 2023 after producing 1,527 BTC. Marathon's recent figures surpassed that by more than 300 Bitcoin. As they announced right here on January 4th on X, Marathon Digital Holdings December 2023 Bitcoin production update is here. Record Bitcoin production of 1,853 BTC in December and 12,852 Bitcoins in 2023. Increased average operational hash rate 18% to 22.4 exahashes per second. Bitcoin holdings now over 15,000 with total cash on board of Bitcoin, well worth over a billion. That's pretty major. Now, Marathon chairman and CEO, uh, Fried Thiel, said the record-setting monthly production could be attributed to the 18.4% monthly increase in hash rate to 22.4 exahashes per second. December 19th, Marathon announced plans to purchase two mining centers for 179 million which will also see an additional 390 megawatts of mining capacity added to its existing 584 megawatt output. Quoting them again, we continue to target 30% growth in energized hash rate in 2024. And with the recently announced acquisition of the two sites, from Generate Capital. Uh, we expect to reach 50 exahashes in the next 18 to 24 months. So they're anticipating 30% monthly growth. Pretty lit. And on December 28th, Marathon briefly topped the charts as the most traded publicly company amongst mid and large cap firms on the US stock market. The company witnessed a staggering 3.3 billion in daily trading volume, beating out the blue chip market darlings such as Tesla, Apple, and Amazon on the day. Marathon's December performance comes amid a renewed push from Bitcoin mining firms to expand operations ahead of the expected approval of the spot Bitcoin ETS, which they say could be approved today. If not, most likely going to be next week. Now, on December 5th, competitor mining firm Riot Platforms acquired an additional $291 million worth of Bitcoin mining rigs, marking the largest increase in the hash rate in the firm's history. So there you have it. Also like to throw out there, a major, I think the largest miner in Russia announced building a Bitcoin mining hub in the country of Ethiopia over in the continent of Africa. I would imagine that the energy prices in Ethiopia are extremely competitive, hence why Russia is opening up shop. So clearly, Bitcoin mining is super profitable. All the major miners, their stocks are through the roof uh, in 2023. So let me know if you hold any Bitcoin mining stocks and how many of you actually mine Bitcoin yourself. I'll let you boy. But anyways, we still got a lot to cover. So let's dive into our next story of the day. If you're just joining us, be sure to smash those likes. I appreciate it. Let's discuss this SEC pressure coming in right now. Here's the headline. The SEC has been backed into a corner on the Bitcoin ETF approval, according to the Bloomberg 
analyst. The U.S. SEC has been backed into a corner to approve the spot ETF in the opinion of James Safehart. During a private webinar with CryptoQuant yesterday, January 4th, Safehart said the investment vehicle has a 90% chance of receiving the green light next week, although challenges may still arrive. Quoting him here, the SEC is either going to have to come up with a new reason because you have been denying these ETFs for all these reasons. Court said those reasons don't matter anymore. And now you're coming out with new reasons. I don't think that's an option for the SEC. The other option is to get them to withdraw, in which case, again, I don't think that's likely because the SEC is backed into a corner here. I think they have to approve. SafeArt's comments referred to the latest developments following BlackRock's filing for the spot Bitcoin ETF, which kicked it off back in June. Since then, the SEC officials have held dozens of meetings with asset managers in line for the approval, addressing concerns and requesting adjustments. In addition, the regulator lost a court battle in August with one of the firms in the race, Grayscale, over the conversion of its over-the-counter Grayscale Bitcoin trust into a listed Bitcoin ETF. In addition, the analyst shared his thoughts on Matrix Port's latest report on the potential rejection of the proposals, which caused the $5,000 drop of the Bitcoin price. And we've recovered within 24 hours because we all know that was not more than FUD. But here's what he shared on that. We just completely disagree, to be honest, he noted, clarifying that concerns about the approval requirements or Coinbase's role in surveillance agreements have been addressed over the previous months through amendments made by the asset managers. And then the third option, which is the one I am kind of worried about at the back of my mind, is like somebody going nuclear, like Gary just kind of doing, I guess, denying would be going nuclear, which I don't think that's going to happen either. This is a super huge tail risk event. So a go-ahead in the coming days can bring $10 billion worth of inflows into the Bitcoin ETFs in the first year, according to SafeHeart. I do not think we're going to get over $100 billion in the first year or two. To put it into perspective, gold ETFs have about $100 billion in the U.S., in total. Now, furthermore, SafeHeart warned that widespread adoption could take weeks or even months as additional institutional investors will likely carry out due diligence before adding the crypto to their portfolios. Quoting him again, a lot of the big institutions, these warehouses, these platforms, uh, platforms where brokers or advisors work, they can't just buy anything they want. There's like an approved list and a not approved list. You got to realize there are some of the most sophisticated traders in the world. It's not like some random person in their basement clicking buy on Coinbase. These are sophisticated people getting exposure. Now, the final decision by the SEC is due January 10th, right around the corner, five more days. SafeArt anticipates a collective approval of for all the applicants. Noting Grayscale's conversion might require a few additional days compared to the other proposed funds. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the top leading ETF analyst, James Safart, that January 10th is a go. We still got a few more stories to share. So let's dive into our next and continue with where we left off with discussing our Bitcoin ETFs. A shout out to Reggie Figueroa. I appreciate you subbing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. Much love, much respect. So here we go. Only 39% of the financial advisors believe a Bitcoin ETF will be approved this year in 2024, according to Bitwise. Now, Bitwise has been launching their ETF commercials. Let me know if you've seen any of them. And also, Hashdex just released another ETF commercial this morning, which I shared on X. If you haven't checked it out, be sure to check it out. While many crypto hodlers anxiously await this approval for the Bitcoin ETF in the US, one group of financial experts appear to be pessimistic about this prospect. According to 
to a survey from the ETF issuer Bitwise published on January 4th, only 39% of the US-based financial advisors believe a Bitcoin ETF will be approved this year. That's a little shocking to me. I mean, actually, to keep it real, that's very shocking to me. Why do you think that is? Let me know your thoughts. The survey asked financial advisors across the country several questions with anticipating participants ranging from registered investment advisors, financial planners, institutional investors, and wirehouse reps. And when participants were asked to select the time period for when they expect the spot Bitcoin ETF to be approved, only 39% answered 2024. So <laughs> makes you wonder. This contrasts with some experts who expect ETS to be approved by the 10th. Now, despite the pessimism, most surveyed advisors do expect the Bitcoin ETF to be approved eventually. 22% stated an approval would come in 2025 and 24% answered after 2025. I guess they have no faith in Chairman Gary Gensler over at the SEC to uh, have saying it's not even going to be approved for this year. Now, another 2% stated the approval would come in 2023. 2%. Although this prediction didn't materialize. When added together, this implies that a full 87% believe that an ETF will be approved eventually. 12% answered never when asked this question. So we have no faith in Chairman Gary Gensler. The survey also suggests that many advisors are eager to see an ETF approved, even if they don't think it'll happen soon. Some participants said they wanted to buy Bitcoin for themselves, for their clients, for the first time. And when these particular advisors were asked if they would prefer to buy before or after an ETF is approved, 88% of them answered after a spot Bitcoin ETF is approved in the U.S. Now, for years, ETF issuers have struggled to get a spot Bitcoin ETF approved by the U.S. SEC. In fact, it's been a decade now. But in June of this or last year, uh, Grayscale appealed the agency's rejection of its spot Bitcoin ETF proposal. Grayscale won its appeal back in August, forcing the SEC to reconsider the application. And since then, an increasing number of experts have argued that an ETF will soon be approved. The SEC has a deadline of January 10th, which is in five more days to approve or reject the ARC 21 shares spot Bitcoin ETF while the deadlines for some of the other funds are set for March. So there you have it. My crypto fam, what are your thoughts on that? And do you also find it alarming that many of them are not even in anticipation of the approval for this year of 2024? Let me know your thoughts. Now we're going to discuss the approval today and the prospects of that happening. So here we go. Rumor mill goes into overdrive for a spot Bitcoin ETF approval today on Friday. Could this be the Friday of all Fridays, January 5th? What are your thoughts, family? Here we go. Speculation that the SEC is set to approve a spot Bitcoin ETF on Friday has reached a fever pitch on social media. A tweet from Grayscale's legal chief, said that it was just filling out some forms in addition to a widely shared tweet from a reporter has fueled speculation approval can come today. Several analysts still expect potential approvals to come next week, however, so you got to keep that in mind. In a January 4th post, TechCrunch reporter Jacqueline cited sources extremely close to the matter to suggest multiple ETS can be approved and is expecting something today. Uh, quoting her here, heard from sources extremely close to the matter that the Bitcoin spot ETF is going to be approved by the SEC for multiple firms 
applications. Others have taken particular interest in a cryptic tweet from Grayscale's chief legal officer saying he was just filling out some forms, which has garnered 1.9 million views and 6,700 likes since the post. Meanwhile, the hashtag Bitcoin ETF and the term Bitcoin ETFs is currently trending on Twitter, and the price of Bitcoin has also been climbing since its sharp January 3rd drawdown, up 3.4% in the past 24 hours. So, are we going to get this Bitcoin ETF today, family? What are your thoughts? Now, the rumor mill is going full stream, according to Scott Melker. And Bloomberg ETF analyst James Safar described much of the speculation around January 5th approval as noise, saying he still expects the approval to arrive between January 8th and the 10th. Now, the 8th would be Monday and the 10th would be Wednesday of next week. Similarly, attorney and commercial litigator Joe Carlasara pointed out that the public comment period for several ETF apps doesn't close until midnight, January 5th. So in his view, this makes it very unlikely the approval would arrive anytime before the start of next week. Now, senior ETF analyst Balchunas explained the SEC is currently providing final comments and that the issuers will soon file their final 19B4s and S1 forms soon afterward, which I mentioned earlier. Both forms need to be approved by the SEC before an ETF can start trading, though an approved 19B4 form is required for the spot Bitcoin ETF to be effectively approved. Now, Scott Johnson, the general partner at VB Capital, said he was still skeptical that an ETF approval could be issued before next week. Quoting him here, unless there are 19B4 apps that are already all clear and the SEC doesn't care about simultaneous approval, there are 14 issuers vying for the spot Bitcoin ETF, including BlackRock, Valkyrie, ARK Invest, 21 Shares, Bitwise, and Fidelity. So there you have it. But anyways, let's get to our feature story of the day. Here's what you all want to hear about. Here's the latest ETF conspiracy. That's right. BlackRock Bitcoin ETF rejection conspiracy. We're actually going to start with a tweet from Alex Jones. Uh, shout out to Alex Jones. So he tweeted right here, and let's see the time frame he tweeted it. On January 5th at 10.03 a.m. this morning, just a couple hours ago, BlackRock is the conductor controlling over 85% of planetary wealth. 99% of the Fortune 500 take direct orders from BlackRock. Larry Fink openly brags about how he controls our behavior through the ESG regime. Their public goal is a 90% reduction in population. Men like Fink and Gates must be exposed. It's time to take our power back. The lockdowns, the poison shots, the open borders, the new wars, the attacks on the family, it all comes from this death cult. The parasite class has stolen the world and now wants most of us dead. They are coming for all of us. This is total war. So there you have it. Now, uh, Jones, I think there was another tweet here. People ask me how I'm able to predict what is coming decades ahead of time? I don't have a crystal ball. I study the globalists' own documents. The World Economic Forum and BlackRock battle plan is public. It's all taking place in full view. The end game is 90% population reduction, aka, what's the term we use for that? Um, population control, eugenesis, right? Eugenics. But first, they must smash the West, resist or die. So there you go. Now, Max uh, recently tweeted yesterday, source, a delay in Bitcoin ETF listing connected to coordination with possible anti-self 
custody laws. And a couple of weeks ago, he dropped a bomb. In 40 years of finance, I have never seen such coordination and cooperation by so many financial institutions working hand in glove with the regulators and politicians, as I'm seeing with the coming wave of Bitcoin ETFs, I think we may be in for an unwelcome surprise. And he elaborates, seems like all these Bitcoin ETFs have agreed to cash in, cash out. Investors will track the price, but have no claim on actual BTC, a fiat money version of Bitcoin. Simultaneously, Washington is apparently looking to ban self-custody. If this is true, it's exceptional due to the size of the highly coordinated bait and switch by Wall Street and Washington. The best way to beat this move is to move to Bitcoin country, El Salvador. And a quick shout out to Lee. I appreciate the super. And a shout out to the real Gary Gensler. Lee wrote, yo, CNA, what's happening? Quick update. Coinbase just verified Jesus coin and that it meets listing criteria. Just saying, God bless. God bless Lee. And the real Gary Gensler wrote, Alex Jones, as trash as it gets, January 10th, baby. <laughs> Gary Gensler. Gary is always a, a, a hoot here on the channel. So thank you for sharing, Gary. And I appreciate those supers, but back to our breaking news. So continuing on with where I left off. Um, Max also wrote, the timing of this is also very interesting. A conspiracy theorist might say the 69,370 BTC are now a key part of the collateral backing these ETF rollouts. The government and proxies get the benefit of the price appreciation on their actual Bitcoin as billions flow into the new fake Bitcoin ETFs. And this was off the back of the news that uh, Gaber Gerback shared. U.S. Appeals Court approved the forfeiture of 69,000 Bitcoin from the Silk Road case. People are speculating if and when the U.S. government would sell the coins. I wonder why one that can just print money would sell hard assets. Just a thought. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, please do let me know. And adding to that, he also wrote GBTC has approximately 600,000 BTC. The deal with the government to get the ETF approval via the SEC and Gensler. And remember, Barry Silbert has been caught engaging in accounting irregularities, so needs a friend in the Department of Justice. It is to make those Bitcoin easily available to the government in certain circumstances, like an economic emergency that is 100% already baked into the cake. So let me know your thoughts on some of these. And I'm um, actually going to be reading you this uh, story here with the headline. Spot Bitcoin ETF Capital. Could the funds potentially buy up all the Bitcoin in circulation? Now, also keep in mind, we have Mr. Michael Saylor. Him and his company control roughly 1% of the Bitcoin supply with roughly 200,000 Bitcoin. And his goal is to own 5% of the circulating Bitcoin supply, which means he's looking to accumulate another million BTC. But anyways, the long-awaited potential approval of the spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. could mean the market sees Bitcoin supply suddenly drop as funds uh, snap up as much as they can, or funds. Some market observers have predicted, with prominent firms like Ernst & Young, expecting the U.S. SEC approval to trigger massive demand from the institutions. Will the financial giants behind these ETFs leave any actual Bitcoin on the market? For the rest of us, now a U.S.-based spot Bitcoin ETF could bring up to $30 billion worth of fresh cash into Bitcoin, according to Lark Davis, who estimated in September of 2023. In such a scenario, spot Bitcoin ETF issuers would buy up about 50% of all the Bitcoin on the crypto exchanges to back their ETFs, is what he projected. Quoting him here, estimates are that a spot Bitcoin ETF would bring 20 to $30 billion of fresh cash into Bitcoin. They would buy about half of all the coins on the exchange 
exchanges at the current prices. For reference, here's what happened to the gold when it first got its ETF approved in the US markets, as you can see here in that chart. But buying as much Bitcoin as possible would likely get tricky for anyone. Several industry execs uh, agree, uh, quoting him here. Theoretically, a company or government could attempt to buy a significant amount of Bitcoin, but acquiring all the Bitcoin in circulation is highly impractical, and we still have a significant unreleased supply of Bitcoin. This is quoting the Valkyrie CEO, Leah Wald. Now, Wald noted that Bitcoin supply is capped at 21 million coins, from which 1.4 million Bitcoin are yet to be mine. Quoting her again, Bitcoin's decentralized nature and the fact that many holders might refuse to sell at any price creates a natural barrier against monopoly. Now, Matt Hoogan, uh, Chief Investment Officer of Bitwise, another spot Bitcoin ETF applicant alongside Valkyrie, also believes that no one could theoretically establish a monopoly on Bitcoin, quoting him here, the scarcity principle, a well-established economic principle, tells us that the price of a scarce good will rise to meet demand. In other words, if someone tried to corner Bitcoin, the price would rise and rise and rise as more and more reluctant sellers were met. However, he also conceded that someone could still corner a significant amount of Bitcoin. <clears throat> BlackRock. <laughs> now, Jan 3 CEO Samson Mao echoed Hugin's stance, expressing confidence that it would be difficult to buy all the Bitcoin in circulation due to the extremely high prices fueled by products like a spot Bitcoin ETF. Quoting Samson Mao, the price people are willing to sell increases when there are fewer coins available for sale. Good point. Basic supply and demand, stock to flow. And according to Mao, Bitcoin hodlers will have to think hard about whether they should sell their Bitcoin, given the depreciation risks of fiat currencies like the US dollar and the euro. Quitting him again. So as funds buy more Bitcoin and increase their assets under management, it'll become harder and harder to find willing sellers. That's right. And right now, the majority of the Bitcoin supply is in the hands of the long-term hodlers. Where are my long-term hodlers at? Make some noise in that live chat. Despite the high competition among potential spot Bitcoin ETF, these funds are likely to try to buy all the Bitcoin in circulation, according to David Gerard, author of the book, The Crypto Blog Attack of the 50-Foot Blockchain. Shout out Gerard. ETFs are part of using Bitcoin as a dollar derivative. The issuer doesn't care about the cryptocurrencies at all. They care about the dollars they can get from them. Preach. Lots of hodlers have way more Bitcoin than they are actual dollars trying to buy. The markets are thin. And although many industry watchers expect spot Bitcoin ETFs to fuel massive demand and thus potentially affect the Bitcoin price action, some execs like the BitMEX co-founder Arthur Hayes Just Blaze believe that successful ETFs can completely destroy Bitcoin, as we covered in great detail here on the show. And according to ARK Invest CEO Kathy Wood, some investors might sell on the news a spot Bitcoin ETF approval in the short term. And that's what, uh, what's his name, Mr. Kramer, we inverse everything he says, but even Kramer's like, it's a sell the news event while Bitcoin is here to stay. But anyways, meanwhile, some believe that the potential approval of the spot Bitcoin ETF in the US could have little to no impact on the markets, as multiple spot Bitcoin ETFs have been trading for years in other parts of the world, such as Canada. However, the size of the U.S. capital markets is so large that this comparison may be irrelevant, at least according to ETF analyst Eric Belchunas, and I agree with that. The crypto market has never seen an injection of capital of this potential magnitude, Belchunas and other analysts have 
predicted. And you can see right here where the money is at. Assets in the trillions. And uh, here, agree on the underestimating of advisors, love and trust of ETFs, as well as the sheer size of advisor assets under management. Here's a chart we use in some of our notes to try to explain this. The hard to get data is via Cruelly. I'm pronouncing that word right, but nonetheless. So there you have it, my fam. Let me know your thoughts on what Alex Jones had to share, and maybe I'll share one more bonus tweet. This is something, uh, quoting Alex Jones, they don't want us to know that there's global BlackRock corporate mafia that wants to control the world and cloaks itself in liberalism and wokeism to give them political cover while they drive us into World War III, devalue our currencies, and just destroy us. So there you have it. And shout out to uh, Zero. I appreciate the super chat family. Congratulations, O'Hardy, or O'Hardy. You've just been blessed with the MicroStrategy membership here on the channel. So thanks, Zero, for that one. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this news that I share with you today? ETF approval, conspiracies. Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!